everybody. We are here. New Hope Radio. <laughs> Ready to go. Oh, we got a good series going on this week because Jesus is answering the question that one of the disciples brought to him. Like, Lord, when are you coming back? What should we look for before you come back? And that's what we're talking about this week here on New Hope Radio. Now, in Matthew chapter 24, this is where we find this conversation going on. Uh, Jesus is sitting by the Mount of Olives, remember? The disciples came to him. They said, Lord, tell us when all these things will be. What's the sign of your coming? And how about what, what, the end of the age? What's it going to look like at the end of the age? And then Jesus went on to describe some of the things people should be looking for. He said, well, look out for those deceivers. There's going to be more wars. Uh, There's going to be persecution. Nature is going to be disrupted. And you know, and people are going to fall away from the faith. And there's going to be the rise of prophets, false prophets. And people, they're not going to like each other. Coldness will grow between people. And then, one of the worst catastrophes of all. The abomination of desolation. And that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to take some time to discuss the enemy of God. Who's the enemy of God? The Antichrist. And because he's the enemy of God, he is also our enemy. As the people of God. Remember, Whoever hates God hates the Christian. Whoever has it in for God has it in for the people of God. Now the Antichrist, he's going to be a man. And he's a man who will be indwelt by Satan during the Great Tribulation. Remember we talked about that last time. And I made a book offer, and I'm going to make it again today as well. It's a little booklet that I wrote. It's, in, it's entitled, When I Disappear. And it's about the rapture. And we probably all have friends that when the rapture comes, huh, they're going to stay here. Yeah, they'll still be here on the earth. You know why? Because they don't know Christ as Savior. So you give them this little book. You say, listen, when I disappear, this book will tell you why. Now, don't wait till I disappear to read it. Read it now. <laughs> you, you want them to read it now. Because maybe they'll get saved and they'll disappear with you. Okay? So, if you want that little booklet, email me. NewHopeRadio7 at gmail.com. That's all. NewHopeRadio, the number 7, at gmail.com. And I'll just say, I would like the little booklet. When I disappear, I'll send it right out to you. No cost. No mailing list. I'm not going to haunt you. I'm just going to send you the booklet. Okay? Now, back to the Antichrist and the great tribulation. You know what he's going to do? Yeah, he's going to bring world peace for three and a half years, and then he's going to lead the whole world astray. Now, previously we broke down the great tribulation into two halves. When does the tribulation come? It comes in between the church age and the millennial kingdom. 
church age? Uh, I say it's going to be around a thousand years. So yeah, we're getting to the end of that right now. Millennial kingdom, that's a thousand year reign of Christ. Right sandwiched in between the two is the seven year period of the great tribulation. While everything's going crazy on the earth, we'll be in heaven getting our rewards, being presented to Jesus as his bride, and then at the end of the seven years, the second coming of Christ. Now, in the seven-year period of the Great Tribulation, the first three and a half years, people are going to think, oh, this is nice. World peace. Oh, but the second three and a half years, log out. Because here's what Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 15. He said, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, he'll be standing in the holy place. He said, let the reader understand. For then there will be a great tribulation, such has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Now what's Jesus saying? He's saying, oh, the agony of the tribulation will be greater than the agony of the whole world if you lumped it all together in three and a half years. The three and a half years of the Great Tribulation will be worse than the 6,000 years of agony in the whole world. That's why it's called <laughs> the Great Tribulation. Paul warned believers of his day who thought the second coming had already taken place and maybe because of false teachings. See, false teachings, they'll do that to you. They'll make you think all kinds of crazy things. They thought, oh man, the, the tribulation's here. No, but he said to the Thessalonians, let no one in any way deceive you, for it will not come. That's a reference to the second coming of Christ. Until the apostasy comes first, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, the Antichrist. So, yeah, the Antichrist has never been revealed. Never. So, the tribulation hasn't come. The Antichrist will be revealed in the middle of the Great Tribulation, right at the end of three and a half years. In other words, before the second coming, the second three and a half years of the tribulation is going to wreak havoc on the earth. Remember, the second coming is called the day of the Lord. The rapture is called the day of Christ. The second coming is called the day of the Lord. Here comes the landlord. Oh yeah, he's coming to straighten things out. So, before the day of the Lord, there will come an age of rebellion against God. Now, in the world, there was already a secret power that John mentioned, the Apostle John, 1 John chapter 2. He said, children, it's the last hour. And just as you heard that Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that it is the last hour. Now what is this? Well, he's really talking about <clears throat> the spirit of the Antichrist, not the actual man of sin. But there is a spirit of Antichrist. And you know what that spirit is? It's that which denies Christ. It denies Christ as God. That's the spirit of the 
Antichrist. So let's get to know this character, his titles. He's the incarnation of evil, as Christ is the incarnation of God. He's called the man of sin, the son of perdition, the lawless one. All these names are given to him in the Bible. His work, what does he come to do? He opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple, displaying himself as being God. Now, that's that abomination of desolation that Jesus talked about. When the Antichrist goes into the temple at the midpoint of the Great Tribulation, the Antichrist will desecrate the rebuilt Jewish temple in Jerusalem by placing himself there to be worshipped. Oh, he's going to set himself up as God. This is going to be the climax of man's great sin of self-deification in open defiance of God. Remember now, the church is gone. When the church is gone, all that's left on the earth are the Christ rejectors. That's why you want to get that booklet, When I Disappear. Because we've all got friends. They're going to be stuck here. Should the rapture come now? Should it come in our generation? And yeah, maybe they're Christ rejectors now. But when they read the little booklet, they might be, be like, Ooh, let, let me rethink this. <laughs> I got to rethink. Because everything that's happening, my friend told me this was going to happen. Now it's happening. Right before my very own eyes. So I'd get that booklet if I were you. Now, who's the Antichrist? Let's take a look at his personality. This isn't the kind of a guy you want to go out for coffee with. First John 2. He's a liar. And he denies Christ. Wow. John said, who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He said, oh, this is the Antichrist. The one who denies the Father and the Son. Now here he's speaking again about the spirit of Antichrist. And don't you worry. The spirit of Antichrist is found in many people. But it'll really be modeled in the true person of the Antichrist in the tribulation. What's his philosophy? To deny Jesus Christ? To deny his divinity? John said in 1 John 4, 3, Every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. I'm like, wow, look around. Do you know anybody that doesn't confess Christ as God? That's the spirit of the Antichrist. The Antichrist spirit, oh, it's working right now. The man hasn't even come yet. But his spirit, oh, it's working right now. He will be a human being. He's going to be a man. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Paul calls him the man of lawlessness. He says, the man of lawlessness is revealed the son of destruction. So this is a man that's going to be indwelt by Satan himself. Think about that. A dirty devil, he's going right inside that guy. 
How did he pick him? I don't know. Who is he? I don't know. But he's going to be devil-possessed by Satan himself to do the things that he does. He's going to lead people to worship Satan. Yeah, worship is going to go, well, obviously, from God because they're not worshipers of God, but they're going to worship the devil. Maybe not knowing he's the devil, but they're going to worship him. Revelation 13, John said, they worshiped the devil because he gave his authority to the beast and they worshiped the beast saying, oh, who was like the beast? Who was able to wage war with him? This beast is going to be like, you know what he's going to be? An imitator of Christ. He's a fake. He's a counterfeit. He's a counterfeit Christ. Oh, but he's going to have power. He'll be the most powerful being on the earth. He's also part of the satanic trinity. See, everything God does, Satan tries to counterfeit it, right? We've got the Godhead, God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Now we've got the counterfeit, the satanic trinity, Satan, Antichrist, and the false prophet. Okay, Satan is the counterfeit of God the Father. The Antichrist is the counterfeit of Jesus Christ. The false prophet will come on the scene and he'll be the counterfeit of <clears throat> the Holy Spirit. See, there's nothing original with the devil. There's nothing different, nothing new. He can only counterfeit. He can't create. He can only mimic. Now, what about the character of this Antichrist? He's going to have some unique abilities. Oh, yeah. He'll have the ability to get the whole world to follow after him. Like, the whole world? Yeah. The whole world. They're all going to follow after him. He'll have the marvelous gift of attracting unregenerate people. He's going to be able to do it. He'll have a fascinating personality. Executive ability. Oh, superhuman wisdom. Great administration skills. And he will be a brilliant diplomat. You know why? He's going to bring world peace. He's going to bring a one-world religion. He's going to bring a one-world money system. Well, you're going to... You're going to have some pretty good talents to do all that. Remember, it's the devil incarnate. Devil's no stupid being. He's dumb in the sense that he's prideful. He thinks he's going to win. But he's very brilliant as a creation of God. He's, he's like smart and dumb at the same time. I, I, uh, he's smart that he has... Marvelous abilities, but he's dumb thinking that he's greater than God. It's like, no, that's, I don't know. How do you get to that place? Now, remember, there will be people getting saved in the tribulation. Yeah, Moses and Elijah will be, they're coming back. 144,000 Jews will be on the earth evangelizing. People will hear the gospel. Oh, they'll, they'll be martyred for their faith, that's for sure. 
It's a lot easier to become a Christian today than it will be in the Great Tribulation. Although, like in some nations, when you become a Christian today, man, they'll kill you. They'll burn your house down. They'll come after you. Put you in jail. That's what it's, what it's going to be like around the whole world. That's why I think when Jesus said, I was naked and you clothed me. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was in prison and you visited me. Because I, he's talking about people in the Great Tribulation that get saved. And they're underground. And Jesus said, as much as you've done it to the least of these, my brethren. Yeah, you've done it to me. Those are the ones he's talking about. He's talking about those that get saved with the Antichrist on the earth. Wow, quite a thing. So all these gifts that the Antichrist has, they're going to be conferred on him by Satan himself. The Antichrist is his pride and joy. Oh, yeah. There's pride and joy. There's my son. Right? Antichrist, the counterfeit of Christ. God the Father said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He loved the Lord Jesus. And the devil comes along and says, the Antichrist, oh yeah, he's my beloved son. <laughs> he's my pride. He's my joy. He's going to pose as a great humanitarian. The friend of men and a special friend of the Jewish race who he will persuade to enter into a peace agreement that he will later break. That's why there's going to be a false peace. You know, the interesting thing, we're living in a day and age, it's almost like we see the pieces coming together, don't we? You know, if you're watching the news and you see what's going on in the Middle East and the takedown of our own country, oh man, it's like, I don't know if we're kind of sliding into more of the end times events. Maybe the future isn't that future. Maybe it's a little closer than we think. Oh, it's a lot closer than when it was written about 2,000 years ago. It's a lot closer now. It could be any time. You know, the rapture could happen any time. There's no prophecy we're waiting for to be fulfilled. It could be like, boom, right now. Might not even finish this broadcast. Boom. We're going. Huh. Some of you say amen. <laughs> oh, boy, okay. How about the reign of the Antichrist? Well, yeah, seven years. That's all he gets. Daniel talked about that. Chapter 9, verse 27. Seven-year reign. First three and a half years, they're going to think, oh, he's a pretty good guy. Last three and a half years, oh, man, that guy, he's a traitor. He's a traitor. That's what they're going to say. But you know what? The good news is his doom. When at the end of it all, he's thrown into the lake of fire. Revelation 19, verse 20. He's not going to win. John said, And the beast, who's the Antichrist, was seized, and with him the false prophet, who performed the signs in his presence, by which he, here it comes, deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who wor worshipped his image. 
These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone. You know what fire is? You know what brimstone is? Sulfur. Phew. You know what sulfur smells like? Take a book of matches, light it, and blow it out. Ugh. It burns. That's brimstone. That's sulfur. That's hell. That's what hell's going to be like. Who's going there? Those who received the mark of the beast. What's the mark? I don't know. I don't know. But we do know what the Bible says. If you don't have it, you can't buy or sell. So, well, I guess we'll see what that is in the future. And that's why Christians that don't get the mark in the tribulation, they can't buy or sell. They can't have a job. They go underground. And they need, they need to help each other. And that's what they'll do. They'll help each other. But at the end of it all, all these guys, they're all going in the lake of fire. Now, let's compare Christ as God and Satan as the God of this world. Okay? God sends Christ into the world. The devil sends Antichrist into the world. Christ has a church, the Ecclesia, Matthew 16, 18. Antichrist has a church, the synagogue of Satan, Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9. Christ has a bride, the church, Ephesians 5, 25 and 27. Antichrist has a bride, the mystery harlot church, Revelation 17, 1 to 16. Christ has a cup, the communion cup, 1 Corinthians 10, 16. Antichrist has a cup, the cup of devils, 1 Corinthians 10, 21. Christ's earthly ministry, three and a half years. Antichrist's reign, three and a half years before he enters the temple and demands worship. See the comparison? Well, let's, let's contrast the two. Christ came from above. Antichrist ascends from the pit. Christ humbled himself. Antichrist exalts himself. Christ is despised. Antichrist is admired. But at the end, Christ is exalted. And Antichrist <laughs> it's cast down to hell. Christ came to save. Antichrist came to destroy. Christ is the true vine. Antichrist is the vine of the earth. Revelation 14, 18. Christ is the truth. Antichrist is the lie. Christ is the holy one. Antichrist is the lawless one. Christ is the man of sorrows. Antichrist is the man of sin. Christ is the son of God. Antichrist is the son of perdition. Christ is the mystery of godliness. Antichrist is the mystery of iniquity. So as you can see, there is a marked difference between the two kingdoms. That's what's going on here. Two kingdoms are vying for control. 
Every single person will decide which kingdom they want to be a part of. We all make our own decision. Let me ask you, what kingdom are you in right now? Right now, are you in God's kingdom? If you are, it's beautiful. If not, well, I'm going to tell you what kingdom you're in. You're in Satan's kingdom. You say, oh, no, I'm not. No, yes, you are. Because there's only two. There's no, like, neutral kingdom. Jesus said either you're gathering with me or scattering against me. It's one or the other. You're either lost or found. Saved or condemned. <laughs> there's, there's no middle ground. So which kingdom are you in? God gives us so many years on earth to make that decision. Oh, and then he gives the church to help you with God's word to make the right decision. It's all here. It's all in the scriptures. It's right there. No one can say, I didn't know. No one can say that. Because if you read Romans 1, God revealed himself in the creation. God revealed himself by his spiritual and his moral laws. And God revealed himself by placing a knowledge of himself inside every single person. So we are all without excuse. We are. There's no excuse. So God invites us into a relationship with him. Have you accepted the invitation? Oh, accept it. It's only, things are only going to end up good when you accept the invitation. But if we refuse it, uh-oh, things are going to end up bad, really bad, just like they will for the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the beast. Hey, don't forget that booklet. Email me, newhoperadio, the number seven, at gmail.com. I'll send you that little booklet when I disappear. <laughs> Let people, give it to your unbelieving friends. Here, take this. Read this. When I'm gone, you read it again. Thanks for coming along today. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. Go to newhopecc.tv. Click on media. Click on New Hope Radio. Click on the icon. Follow us, submit, subscribe, follow us. And uh, you can see all of our radio messages are there. The Hope Club podcast, that's a good place to go too. If you want to hear many, many more messages. So thank you for coming along today. I'll see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.